Hey friend, welcome back to the show. One of the deepest longings many of us have in the empty nest chapter is to find our purpose. We want to operate from a place of meaning and to feel like we have a clear purpose again. But what exactly is it that God is calling you to do? Today, I'm giving you five biblical principles to help you find your purpose. Let's talk about it. Hey friend, welcome to the Christian Empty Nest Moms podcast. Have you been wondering what's next for you? Did you pour so much of yourself into being a mom that now you're unsure who you are or what your purpose is? Would you love to wake up with excitement for the day with God at the center of all you do? Are you ready to stop feeling like the best part of your life is over? Hi, I'm Jenny Good, Jesus follower, certified coach, an empty nest mom of three, also a big fan of snowstorms and hot tea. When my youngest left home, I was unsure who I was or what my purpose would be. The self-help books were not enough. I needed something more. The enemy tried to level me through the death of my son, adult child estrangement, and empty nest syndrome. But God fought for me, and by His grace, I used my former pain as a platform to help my sisters in Christ. God revealed to me that we each have a unique soul print composed of our identity, purpose, and impact. I learned how to plug into my purpose and joy, and now it's my mission to help you do the same. So get ready for real talk, tactical tools, and inspiring stories about Jesus, purpose, joy, and parenting young adults. Grab your journal, your favorite colored pens, and a cup of tea. It's time for Christian Empty Nest Moms. After I became an empty nester, I entered a phase where walking in my purpose felt very important to me. My focus was not as centered on the day-to-day operations of being a mom, and it was time to figure out who I am and what I'm meant to do now that my children have left the nest. There's a lot of information on the internet about finding your purpose, but a great deal of it is new age, spiritually dangerous stuff. Today, I'm giving you five biblical principles to help you find your purpose. I don't teach anything that falls out of alignment with the Bible. Success without God in it is empty. Okay, so let's get to it. Five biblical principles to help you find your purpose in the empty nest chapter. Number one, spend time with Jesus every single day. What does the word of God say about this? Matthew 6, 33 from the ESV. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. From this verse, we can see that before we are blessed with the victory, we need to seek the kingdom of God. Put him first and he will supply your every need. Let's look at James 1.5, also in the ESV. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given him. From this verse, we're taught to ask God for the answers. He wants to give generously to you as his child. Ask him. Psalm 
37.5 ESV. Commit your way to the Lord, trust in Him, and He will act. I love that verse. From this verse, we can see the importance of committing to Jesus, commit to trusting Him, to spending time with Him, and to walking in His way. Do that and the Bible tells us He will act. One of the first things I do when I'm working with a one-on-one client is to have them set aside time to be with Jesus every day. I have them go through a series of journal prompts to shape the day and to help them collaborate with Jesus for greater clarity, renewal, and joy. If you'd like to get a copy of the digital journal that I use for clients, you can get it at www.thejoyfulemptynest.com. Just look for Soulprint Mornings on that page. It's a digital download. That's the name of the journal, and you can get yours for free. But whatever routine you decide to use, make sure you're setting aside time to be with Jesus every single day. Number two, trust in God's timing, provisions, and guidance. Let's look at what the Bible says about trusting God. Proverbs 3.5 from the ESV says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. From this, we can see that we are to trust God completely, not when it seems easy, but always and all the way, with all of our hearts. Psalm 56, 3-4 from the ESV. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. In God whose word I praise, in God I trust, I shall not be afraid. What can flesh do to me? From this verse, we're told that we have no reason to fear. Don't allow fear to hold you back from taking a step toward your purpose when God reveals it to you. And he might not reveal it all at once. So if he shows you just the next step, trust him and take that step. Even if you don't see the entire big picture or big outcome yet, trust him. Matthew 6.25 from the ESV says, Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? I love this verse so much. It reminds me that we often worry about trivial things or things that God has already handled for us. Your job is to follow his lead and he'll take care of all the rest. Isn't that a relief? Number three, fix your mind in a positive direction. Much of your experience in life begins with what you think. What we think often gives rise to what we feel and what we feel directs what we do. What we do impacts the outcomes and experiences we have. So if you want to change something in your life, change your thoughts and watch what happens. Fixing your mind in a positive direction makes a huge difference in how you respond to God's direction about your purpose. Let's look at what the Bible says about the importance of your mindset. Philippians 4.8 from the ESV says, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, 
think about these things. That verse shows the importance of choosing to think positive thoughts. We should avoid dwelling on the negative and the what-ifs. 2 Corinthians 10.5 in the ESV says, We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ. This verse lets us know that we have the power to take negative thoughts captive. Praise the Lord. We can choose which thoughts we will accept and which thoughts we'll reject. It's like when a waiter offers you a dessert at a restaurant. You can say yes, thank you, or you can decline to consume it. Your brain will offer you thoughts and you get to decide which ones you will consume and which ones you will decline and send back. Number four, align with spiritually safe teachers, coaches, and mentors. Many coaches and teachers on the internet use a new age approach that mixes spiritually dangerous practices into their offerings. I've been disappointed by how many of them do this. So make sure that anyone you're learning from, coaching with, or having as a mentor is a Christian, Bible-believing person whose teachings do not go against God. This is part of building your house on a solid foundation. So important. Let's look at God's word on this. Romans sixteen seventeen in the ESV says, I appeal to you, brothers, to watch out for those who cause divisions and create obstacles contrary to the doctrine that you have been taught. Avoid them. This verse gives clear instructions to avoid people who create divisions amongst what is good and who create obstacles that go against the Bible's teachings. 2 Timothy 3.5 in the ESV Having the appearance of godliness, but denying its power, avoid such people. This verse teaches us that not everyone who says they are Christians or appears to be good really are. Always filter someone's teaching or their coaching practices through the filter of the Bible. If it goes against what the Bible says, get away from it immediately. 1 John 4, 1 in the ESV. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, for many false prophets have gone out into the world. This verse reinforces what I just said about filtering things and people through a biblical test. Check to see if someone's teachings are aligned with God's word and walk away from anything that goes against the Bible. It's never worth it to stray into new age practices. God has the way for you. He is the way for you. And he has the real answers. Number five, be of service. When you show up in service, your purpose has a way of finding you. Jesus showed us by his example that leadership involves service. Let's look at what the Bible says. Luke 6, 38 in the ESV. Give and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. This verse tells us that when we give, God refills our cup and then some. Don't be afraid of giving too much away 
or think that you need to hold on to your best ideas. God does not give way to that sort of scarcity. That doesn't come from him. Give to others with generosity and love and know that God will take care of you. 1 Peter 4.10 in the ESV says, As each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. This is another verse that I love so much. It teaches us that we all have a gift to share and something we can use. You have a gift that would help someone else right now in this very moment. How amazing and exciting is that? Hebrews 3.13 in the ESV says, But exhort one another every day, as long as it is called today, that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. To exhort means to encourage. And you have the power to encourage someone today. This verse lets us know that by encouraging others, we are kept from becoming hard-hearted. If you step out in encouragement, good things happen, and I believe your purpose will become more clear to you. So let's recap the five biblical principles that I've outlined for helping you find your purpose. They are, number one, spend time with Jesus every day. Number two, trust in God with your entire heart. Number three, fix your mind in a positive direction. Number four, align with like-minded Christians as teachers, coaches, or mentors. And number five, be of service to others. Okay, friend, that's what I have for you this time. I hope you found it helpful. Hey, sister friend, thanks for spending time with me. If this podcast inspired you, blessed you, or helped you in some way, I'd love for you to share it with another mom who could be edified by it. Also, the number one way you can thank me is by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps more moms like us find and be blessed by the show. Remember, you are salt and fire. You're a daughter of the Most High King, and joy is available to you.